Welcome to the On Deck Podcast for all your baseball DFS needs with your superstar hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Casey Bubba and Bogman. On Deck Podcast is sponsored by Line Star App, the number one top rated data and analytics tool for daily fantasy sports. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the On Deck MLB DFS podcast brought to you by the wonderful people at Line Star Sports. Make sure you check them out on Twitter at Line Star App and at Line Star MLB and download the app in the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store. You will not regret it. Everything you need in the palm of your hands to build your winning DFS lineups. We have a big one tonight, so let's let's not waste any time. You can find me on Twitter at PDN Trick, my co host, as always, on Twitter at Bogman Sports. Howdy, partner. How are we doing in Texas? Uh, I'm doing good. You know, a little more rested up today. Still kind of tired, but, uh, you know, this is the process of moving halfway across the country, of course. Yes, but, yes uh, it is. You know, yes, it is. Got to watch a little more baseball tonight. Got to watch some NFL preseason, preseason action as well. Got my homer. Stanton hit a bomb. Yes, so did. back on the board. So uh, enjoying it, but ready to dive in on this Gigantor 14-game slate. 14 games slate. Hopefully, we don't have any more pitching changes like Walker Bueller and others. It's been every day. A couple <laughs> of guys get moved and just ruined my entire outlook on life. But uh, <laughs> let's just let's just get crack a lacking on this one. Atlanta at Baltimore to start things off for you. you got Max Freed versus Keegan Aiken. Over under of 10 and a half on this one. Freed's 86 and 89. Aiken is 61 and 57. Freed's been pitching pretty well of late. Do you take on Baltimore in Camden Yards? I do. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. Uh, four quality starts in a row, like you said. For Max Freed, 8,600, is not a bad price for him. So I'm in on him. Aikens is not going deep enough. So uh, give me him and then, you know, expensive players, but they've been hitting Swanson, Freeman, uh, Ozzie Albies, Austin Riley. Uh, you could go back to Cedric Mullins if you're not investing on Max Freed as well. So uh, free, it's really Freed and Braves bats. Yeah, Freed and Braves bats for me as well. I like Freed quite a bit, especially at 86 on on DK, I think it's pretty nice, but even 89 on Fandle, you mentioned the four quality starts in a row, gives you a chance to get the W against Baltimore. That's a nice, cheaper uh, starting pitcher option on Fandle if you're looking for it. But I like Freed and I love me some bats against Aiken. Uh, Ozzy Albies has been really, really hot, hits lefties extremely well. You got Dansby, you got Riley, you got uh, your Soler and Duvall guys if you want to be different in the outfield. So definitely like me some Braves tonight in this matchup against Keegan Aiken. Minnesota at the New York Yankees, we have. Charlie Barnes going up against Nestor Cortez, another over under of 10 and a half. Uh, Barnes doesn't matter. Cortez is 77 on DK, 73 on FanDuel, coming off an absolute gym his last outing. Do you go back to him again here against Minnesota? I think you can. I think he's a secondary option. Uh, my original thought was this is probably going to be too big of a slate for him to be considered, but after looking at all of the pitching, <laughs> he, it is not. So uh, I think he is a secondary option today. Uh, but I'm more interested in bats in this game. You know, Barnes, uh, nine strikeouts in 18 and a third innings. So just not enough to be considered. Uh, so g- give me some bats, though. Give me Judge. Uh, Stanton, you can go back to. Void if he's in the lineup again. Uh, Tyler Wade has been hitting. And then, uh, you know, even on the, the twin side, they've been hitting a little bit uh, recently. Snow went yard tonight. Uh, Kepler uh, has been good. Rooker's been good. Donaldson uh, back hitting. So, uh, I like bats more, but Cortez is a secondary option. Yeah, Cortez is definitely a secondary option if you want to, but I prefer the bats as well in this one. Um, Sanchez will probably be back, but if Higgy's out there, he's a nice cheap option at catcher. 
from the the Yanks, and I like the Voight and Rizzo combo, especially if they do it again. Voight's a little cheaper, so I'll take the discount there, but Rizzo hits lefties just fine, so don't let that one like scare you off too much in that matchup. And then you mentioned it, uh, some of the other values you can walk away with, but I, I want to mention Andrew Velasquez. It's like the second or third game he's played in the last three or four days. He's bare minimum on both sides, playing a shortstop. He's second base shortstop eligible. Um, the one thing about this Yankees lineup right now is there's a uh, a lot of talent, obviously, and a really good matchup, but uh, the chalky plays with the big boys. So if you want to be different, you take some of those, those lower-priced guys. And on uh, Thursday night, a lot of the damage before the inning stand went deep was a lot of the lower-priced guys. So you, you can have some fun with that at all. But do as you wish. Uh, the other thing I will mention is Barnes won't go deep anyway, so it'll be a bullpen game. So you don't have to focus strictly on lefty mashers. You can just play your best Yankees. Um, next up on the slate, we got the Detroit Tigers at the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, Tyler Alexander versus Robbie Ray over under of nine and a half. Oh, so much lower than the previous two. <laughs> um, Ray is 99 on DK, 10 5 on FanDuel, and I think he is outstanding tonight. He's one of the best options on the table, but he's priced up for it too 99 and 10 5. Uh, so uh, I'm, I'm all in on Robbie Ray, and then of course, whatever. Uh, Blue Jays hitters you want to end up paying up for. Uh, Dickerson has been pretty good recently if he's in that lineup. Uh, Guriel as well, but Vlad, T. Oscar, whoever, you know, uh, against Alexander. But Robbie Ray is uh, the most interesting Blue Jay on the slate tonight. Robbie Ray is outstanding, as you mentioned on the slate. Big, big fan. There's about three guys up top. I really, really like Ray is obviously one of them on this slate. And, uh, yeah, it's the typical stack Toronto whenever you feel like it. My usual deal is T. Oscar and Springer, but Springer's gone now, so give me T. Oscar. And uh, Lourdes Gurriel's heating up, folks. I'm just going to throw that one out there and get some Bichette as well and then play whoever else you want. Everyone wants to play Vlad, go for it. I'm not going to tell you not to tonight. Angels at the Cleveland Guardian Indians, whatever they're going to be. They might as well hopefully have a <laughs> fact checker next time. Jaime Berria versus Sam Henches over under of 10 in his command. These totals, and you wonder why there's no pitching. Right. Berria is 58 and, and 69. Henches 75 and 55. Pretty sure I'm out on pitching. What about you? Yeah, let's go with bats here. Otani, pay up for him. Goslin has been hit, hitting uh, Marsh. And then on the uh, Cleveland side, Jose Ramirez, Bradley Zimmer, Miles Straw, Med Rosario. Uh, I'll pick out of that bunch. This is a fun one. I, I talked to some people about it on Thursday morning that – that Tigers Angels game. The more I saw the lineups, I'm like, this is intriguing. Did not think 13 to 10 was the outcome, <laughs> but I thought it was a, it was a fun way to get different with the popular plays. And um, you could have put together an Otani Walsh um, Upton Adele stack very cheap, and it actually wasn't bad. Upton wasn't as good as it could have been, but I have no problem going back to that again. I you know hinges I don't go, think goes too long, so I'm not worried about the lefty matchups with Otani and Walsh. But you mentioned Gosselin's also another nice option there as as well. But that Adele Upton, I like that for some nice value in there. And then Stasi too. Stasi went deep on Thursday. He's got a lot of pop at the catcher's position. So I think the Angels could be one of those kind of sneakier stacks on this slate. And then you mentioned it's just this could be one of those weird games where there's tons of offense, like the, the Tigers Angels game, because Butter is not that great either. So J Ram and company could be much much in play. I prefer the Angels side, but I'm with you. This could be an, an intriguing uh, low owned stack situation yeah chicago white Sox at the tampa bay rays lucas giolito michael waka over under of nine we this is unbelievable on this <laughs> geo's 92 on dk 98 on fandle waka 76 and 7000 i don't mind using geo if you need to he's been just super inconsistent so he's tournament only for me and there's other people like right above him that i'd much rather have 
yeah, landmine-ish is what I wrote uh, for Giolito. And uh, yeah, so he's always in play, obviously crazy high K upside, but 92-98, I'm paying for somebody else. Uh, not really interested in Waka. So uh, give me bats here. Uh, Waka, 12 earned runs in his last 10 innings pitch. Uh, Nell Nelly Cruz, 10 for 25 with four bombs. Uh, against Giolito, so a little history there. Uh, Cesar Hernandez, Luis Robert, uh, Jose Abreu have been hitting. Tim Anderson, throw him in there. Eloy, uh, Andrew Vaughn, Wander Franco, Randy Rosarena. So, yeah, give me give me bats. Uh, I'm, I'm all about bats in this game, no pitching. I think Tampa Bay is a nice contrarian stack because I still think Gio's a very good pitcher, but we know when he gets blown up, he gets blown up. It's not right. like a small little outing, so... You get a guy like Cruz in his history. Rosarena has been swinging it well. Franco has been quietly just mashing almost every day. Brandon Lau and company. Usually you want righty power versus um, Geo, but I got no problem going with a nice contrarian Tampa stack if you really want to get different. Just know, hey, Geo could throw eight shutout, and I wouldn't be shocked either. So that's very much on the table. And then you can definitely go Chicago and Waka because Waka's washed. He's just he's, he's washed right now. So feel free to stack up there if you so choose. Miami at Cincinnati on this one. I'm liking some discounted pitching here. Eliezer Hernandez, Sonny Gray. Can you guess the total? Nine. So um, this is some <laughs> good stuff. Hernandez, 83 on DK, 68 on FanDuel. Gray's 84 and 83. I like the upside of Eliezer. Gray has been disastrous. Can Miami be that cheap stack tonight? Bogman. I mean, they could. Uh, I want neither pitcher here. Uh, I like the cheapness of Hernandez, like you mentioned, but second start back, the Reds have been hitting. I just kind of don't want to mess with that. You know, Sonny Gray has been going deep enough to be considered on this bigger slate, even with uh, not as many pitchers as we'd want. So I'm all about uh, bats here. Give me Naquin, India, Stevenson, Cassianos, uh, someone out of that Reds group for sure. Jesus Aguilar, Jazz Chisholm, Brian De La Cruz, Isan Diaz has been raking. So uh, I'm picking bats here. Yeah, it's a fun one because, you know, the Miami side of it, you got your your Rojas who's swinging it well. You have, you know, there's there's Aguilar, maybe a Jesus Sanchez, a Brinson if you want. There's some nice value to be had. I'm not saying it's a must like other slates where I really like the Miami value, but it is Great American Small Park. It is Sunny Gray who struggled. So I think there's an, an avenue to a very affordable stack with the Marlins in this one. I don't mind the Reds either because they're hitting everybody. I like Eliezer as a pitcher in a big way. His first start wasn't bad. They're still going to kind of baby him, I think, for a little bit, which leads to bullpen, which leads to the Cincinnati upside. So if you want your Vados, who hit number 27 on Thursday night, which is just think <laughs> about that for a second. Um, you mentioned India. Naquin, super cheap. He hit second on Thursday night. There is a lot to like in this Reds lineup. So they're, they're getting almost to the level of like Toronto. It's like just stack them just stack them in great American small park. So I, I, I like both offenses in this game, probably avoiding the pitching as well. Texas at Boston on this one. We got good old Dane Dunning going up against Chris sale over under of nine. We have uh, <laughs> Dunning. He's pitched well, but I think I'm going to fade it on this one. Sells 97 on DK 10, seven on Fandle. And he went 89 pitches in his last start. I wasn't worried about him getting held back too much. He really didn't. He should be good to go for 100. He was great in his rehab. He was phenomenal in his debut. I got zero problem using uh, uh, Chris Sale against one of the worst teams against lefties right now. Yeah, I mean, I'm all in. You know, like you said, five uh, innings pitch, two earned, eight strikeouts, no walks in his first start back off of the IL. Uh, Dunning has been better recently, as you mentioned, but just not going to mess with him against Boston here. So uh, give me Sale and give me, you know, just pick some pieces out of this Boston lineup that you like, you know, Renfro, Dahlback, Bogarts, uh, JD, uh, Kike Hernandez, Alex Verdugo. 
there's nobody hitting in Texas. I mean, I struggle to find a guy. Charlie Culberson has it's been bad. hitting. You know, uh, Yanni Hernandez has been hitting. That's it. It's rough. It's brutal. Uh, so I like me some Chris Sale. Not sure I want to go all in on stacking against Dunning because he's just not getting blown up right now. The Red Sox could blow people up at random. But uh, I think I'll just take Sale, and on a big slate, I'll stack elsewhere. But, um, you know, no one would be shocked if Devers went yard or something. But, yeah, give me, give me some Chris Sale in this one. Seattle at the Houston Astros in this one. You say Kikuchi versus Lance McCullers. Oh, my goodness. Over under <laughs> eight and a half. Eight and a half or below nine, folks. Kikuchi's 81 on both sides. McCullers 95 and 85. I think Kikuchi's an intriguing tournament play because he's pitched really well, period. And this Houston offense is kind of quiet. And then you got McCullers. I don't mind if you want to use McCullers, especially on Fandle at 85. I think it's pretty nice. But I think Kikuchi's an interesting tournament play, Bogman. Yeah, yeah, Kikuchi's fine. Uh, I this game, this is almost a fade away from this whole thing for me. I don't hate, I, I don't hate I, that either. I don't have a good feeling either way about either one of these teams right now. Uh, so I probably won't mess with it too much. I'll, I'll say Kikuchi's fine as a secondary or tournament option, like you mentioned. Uh, but I mean, it, it there is some PVB against him. Uh, Jordan Alvarez four for eleven with a homer and a, a double. 5 for 13 for Correa with a double, 10 for 39 with three doubles and two homers for Seager against McCullers. So a little uh, PVB data there for you. But uh, I kind of don't really ha- – I, I just don't have a good feeling on this game. Yeah, I'm not using bats pretty much on either side in this one. If you want to use the pitchers, I'm in. It's like Kikuchi has a, has a complete contrarian play, period. And then McCullers, like I'm not going to use him on DK as much as I like Sale. I like Ray. I like another guy a little more expensive than him. But 85 on Fanduel has my attention. I'll say that much. So you got that going for you for value. Like I think it was Freed was 89. So you got McCullers at 85. So you got a couple nice cheapies there if you need them. Washington at the Milwaukee Brewers. Get ready to stack up your brew crew, folks. <laughs> um, we don't have a total yet on this one, but we have the wonderful, the one, the only Patrick Corbin making his <laughs> Milwaukee appearance going up against Brett Anderson. I'm not using either pitcher here, Blogman, but I want all the bats, possibly on both sides, but definitely Milwaukee. Yeah, I mean, uh, Soto, uh, Key Boom, Jace Peterson, Luis Urias, Avi Sale, Willie Adamas, Colton Wong, Christian Yelich, Ryan Telez, they're all in play, man. This is going to be a stack em up game on both sides. Like I hope Bernie Brewer puts an extra patty on his butt for as much as he's going to slide <laughs> down that slide on Friday night. Like That's going to be a rough one, folks. Like There's going to be butt burn on that thing that's right so that's rear end blisters fun. oh man that's gonna be a rough one but uh yeah give me some milwaukee um adamas is expensive but he's worth every penny on this slate um i don't even mind escobar but you got like the lorenzo king the avisil garcia plays manny pina if he catches i think it's a very nice value yeah give me some milwaukee do not mind soto switch hitting guys like uh josh bell uh victor robles has been leading off being kind of productive I'm not all in on the Washington side of this. I can see the appeal. Give me all the Brewers, all of them, as we do not finish the season without continuing to fade Patrick Corbin. Do not fade now, people. Continue (laughs) to charge on in this pursuit. Pittsburgh at St. Louis in this one. Mitch Keller versus Miles Mikolas. Over under of eight and a half. We have Keller 64 and 57. Mikolas 69 and 7K. Mikolas making his return from the IL, so I don't expect a whole lot out of him. So I'm guessing we can pass on pitching here. Yeah. Another game passing on pitching, so stick with some hitting. Uh, Brian Reynolds, six for 14 
with uh, three doubles against Michaelis. Uh, Gregory Polanco, four for 15 with a triple and a bomb against him. Uh, Moran, Newman, Hayes been hitting a little bit. Arenado, Goldie, and Newt Bar have uh, been hitting on the St. Louis side. So let's just pick out of these this group of hitters here. Yeah, I'd like to use some Pittsburgh here. I just wanted – it's just tough because how deep does Mikolas go? And then their bullpen hasn't been atrocious. They can piece it together. It's tough. Like, I like the appeal to Pittsburgh. It's tough. I do like St. Louis. Mitch Keller, who's been bad, a lot of pitching to contact right now. So you can get guys like Arenado, who's quietly continued to hit. Goldie, um, O'Neal went deep on Thursday night. You got pieces like that. Tommy Edmonds had a nice night on uh, on Thursday. So you can piece it together for sure. Like, I don't mind Lars Newbar as a value, like you mentioned, if he cracks the lineup. So I think uh, St. Louis, usually not the most popular of stacks on a 14-game slate, definitely should not be the most popular of stacks. I think it could be a nice play to get some uh, some nice contrarian angles, especially they're not as popular because Aaron Oda and Goldschmidt just are never cheap. So you're still paying up, so why not pay up somewhere else is the mentality of things. So I think St. Louis is a nice little uh, contrarian stack on this slate. Arizona, we got Colorado. Can we guess the total in this one? Uh, Arizona <laughs> at Colorado, Tyler Gilbert, fresh off the no-no. In Coors Field, and all he did was pitch the contact, basically. Oh, my God. Against Austin Gomber, whose wife, I believe, just had their child. So he's got baby swag on his side. Over under of 12. Gomber's 59. Yes. Gomber's 59 on DK, 68 on Fando. And honestly, I like him as an SP2 on DK. I, I have him uh, listed as that as well. So he's so good at home. Yes. It's unbelievable uh, it's, how good Gomber is at home. Like, I'll take my chances there. Let's go. I mean, he's just, for whatever reason, you know, when he got traded to Colorado, I was like, oh, man, that sucks. Because I kind of liked him with St. Louis. Uh, but he has just proven to be the perfect Colorado pitcher right now. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, he's definitely in play. And then, you know, uh, Crone, Blackman, Story, Connor Joe, who's been hot, Brennan Rogers. Like you said, stack up your Rockies. I mean, just in general, we fade guys coming off a no-no. But yep. coming off a no-no, pitching a contact, and playing in Colorado, good Lord. And, like uh, the, Welsh, the, the Welsh and I broke them down on like the, your guys' baseball show this past week. Mm-hmm. We looked at the StatCast page. Dude, like the swing and miss that never happened. The fact yeah. he threw a no-no, it might like a no-no is amazing no matter how you get it. But that might have been one of the luckiest no-hitters in the face of the planet. Like, the first time was, back to do it in Arizona, too. It was, it was and amazing. in his first start, fourth pitcher ever in his fourth start to do it. Yeah. And now you got to go to Colorado. So, yeah, I don't mind Gomber as an SP2. You don't have to force it. Like, if you want to go with some D-backs, bats, fine. Carson Kelly, Christian Walker, Josh Rojas, whatever. But, yeah, I want I want Gomber, and I want this Rockies. Connor Joe, like you said, leading off. Brendan Rodgers or Hampson has been batting second pretty much every day. Story at home versus a lefty is like clockwork. Blackman is hitting well. Just go down the list of options. You're the only guy that's really struggling is McMahon. He's really struggled a lot, but like Elias yeah. Diaz is a catcher. I like get me the Rockies, sprinkle in some Gomber, get that over under a 12. Enjoy San Francisco at the Oakland athletics battle of the Bay. And this sucks. Giants need to get wins and A's are coming in hot. <laughs> Alex Wood versus James Caprillion over under eight and a half on this one. Our only second game under nine, the entire slate. Um, Wood is 89 on DK 8,000 on Fandle Caprillion, 87 and 81. I usually like both these pitchers. I'm kind of hesitant. I might sprinkle some Alex Wood, though. Yeah, that, that's what I have. I said I have Wood as uh, an option. Caprillion is maybe in play, which kind of more says to me, I'm just not really interested in bats in this game. And I think we have uh, many other opportunities for bats anyway. So maybe Wood, maybe Caprillion, but this game is pretty much a fade all the way around. 
hundred percent there. Like, I think you can go with some pitchers if you want. Cause I have, I love Kaplan. I haven't been like almost every season long league I have. Wood's been pitching much better of late. This feels like, um, at best, like a five to three game or something. Right. It's like, and that's just not going to cut it on a 14 game slate with the offensive options we have. So if you want to use pitching, cool. I think I'm going to pass on the bats on this one. New York Mets at the Los Angeles Dodgers. Cookie Carrasco coming off a disaster his last time out. Going up against my dog, Walker Bueller, over under of eight lowest total on the slate. Cookie's 82 on DK, 71 on FanDuel. And the, the Dodgers, I believe, are the ones that just got to him, by the way, too. Uh, Bueller's 10-5, 11-6. We talked about Bueller Thursday. Nothing has changed for me. He is my favorite option, period. Same. Uh, best option on the slate today. Uh, Carrasco's just not going deep enough, like you said. And then you can stack up Dodgers bats if you want to pay. Uh, Turner, Pollock, uh, you know, uh, other Turner, both Turners, uh, Will Smith, Corey Seager, Max Muncie, all hitting right now. So, uh, yeah, it's Bueller and whatever Dodgers batters are in the lineup that you like. Yeah, I'm 100% with you. Bueller, and you pay for your Dodgers. Muncie's a great play. He's a great play almost every night versus most pitchers. So, like, I have no problem going to him. You just pay through the teeth. That's just how it's going to go. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm on board with the, that action as well. Last game of the evening before we get to this fun, fun-filled lefty duel, uh, make sure you check out the Lion Star on the old uh, YouTube there, on Lion Star's YouTube channel. Give it a, the, the subscribe and the thumbs up and get to enjoy our beautiful faces as we talk fantasy baseball and DFS to you and soon. Some DFS football as well. So get ready for all that fun stuff. And if you can give a rate and review on iTunes for the On Deck podcast, we would much, much appreciate it. Philadelphia, San Diego, finishing off the evening. Matty Moore, Blake Snell, over under of nine. Moore, 72 and 65. Snell, 8,000 and 9,000. Snell's been better at home this season. I know I still can't. So I'm cool with bats in this game, Bogman. Yeah, same with me. You know, uh, Snell, last two starts were great, but they were both against Arizona when they were struggling. I'm not brave enough to ever pitch Matt Moore. So, yeah, I'm all about bats. Harper, Odubel, uh, Didi maybe uh, in there as well. Uh, Gene Segura has been hitting a little bit. And then on the San Diego side, Tatis, Cronenworth, Will Myers, Austin Ola have all been good as well. So I'll just pick out a bats here. Yeah, I don't mind sprinkling some Phillies out there. Um Hoskins may be back too, which is nice, but keep that in mind. I'd like a San Diego stack though, as much as I like to clown on them because they've been so bad lately. Matt Moore's Matt Moore. Let's just be real about it. <laughs> so Tatis, Machado, love some Cronenworth and Grishams. They both, Christian actually gets lefties better than righties. So that's always a fun one because no one rosters him, fam, and company. But like if I have to like just pick it out, I go Tatis, Machado, um, Cronenworth. And Grisham maybe my options, but Myers is kind of heating up too. So there's some nice options there in Philadelphia. I mean, for San Diego, if you want to go that route. All right, Bogman, quick recap of all the fun stuff and things on this slate. Who are your top pitchers on this slate? Bueller, Robbie Ray, Sale, and I like Max Freed. Those are my three tops. My secondaries are uh, Gomber, Kikuchi, Cortez. Yeah, Bueller, Ray, Sale for me up top. I'll throw Freed in the bottom part of mine with uh, Kikuchi. I guess Cortez could be in there and some Gomber. So about seven pitchers out of the 28 available. I'm kind of proud. We've narrowed it down very quickly. Um, <laughs> who are you stacking up on this slate? I think, uh, as you mentioned, all those high overs and unders, uh, uh, Atlanta, Baltimore, New York against Minnesota, Toronto against Detroit, Chicago versus Tampa Bay, probably either side. Uh, Milwaukee against Washington, Colorado versus Arizona. I think you can stack up pretty much any of those games. Yeah, I'm with you there. Like, I love Atlanta versus Keegan Aiken. Yankees are obviously in play. Toronto's obviously in play. Um, 
Cincinnati is interesting just because they're Cincy, but the White Sox, as you mentioned, versus Waka Waka Waka. Um, that Angels Cleveland game, I'm telling you, that just has the feels. It, it's either going to be like two to no, two to one, or a bloodbath offensively. <laughs> it, it just has that appeal to me. So if you're feeling freaky or you're making a bunch of lineups, sprinkle some of that stuff in there. That's all I got to say. Um, and that one, I, I like St. Louis as another one that might get a little overlooked on this slate with all the big options. And then love me some Colorado and LA. So. That looks like a lot of fun. And what else is a lot of fun is when you follow Lionstar on Twitter at Lionstar app and at Lionstar MLB. They tweet out all kinds of great content, home, run, home runs, uh, lineups, news, you name it. They do it. But they also, Monday through Friday, tweet out the home run calls of the day for myself, Bogman, and Ryan Humphreys. If you retweet that tweet, three lucky retweeters will get paired with each one of us. And if one of our guys could go deep, like Bogman's on uh, when, Thursday night, Giancarlo went deep, you win some free swag. So, Bogdan, as we head into the weekend, Friday, August 20th, who's your home run call of the day? Uh, give me Timmy Anderson. Got the day off today, nice and rested, back in that uh, leadoff spot again and uh, smacking a home run. Let's go, Timmy. I like the Timmy Anderson call. I think I'm going to keep my tradition, and, and it doesn't always work, obviously, because I don't get home runs every night. But <laughs> uh, I'm going to go to the first game of the evening, going to Baltimore, going up against Keegan Aiken. Give me some Austin Riley. Give me some Austin Riley to stay hot in this one. In Camden Yards, where the ball just loves to fly out of there. So I like it. I think we got two right here, Bogman. Big fan of Timmy Anderson. We got Austin Riley. We'll see what Ryan Humphreys comes out with. But more importantly, another week of action in the books. We're down to like five, maybe six left. We're getting real close. Yep. And we're going to have some football content coming for you real shortly as well. Plus college football. All kinds of fun stuff and things. So make sure you download that Lion Star app, people. You're not going to want to miss it. Make sure you follow Bogman on Twitter at Bogman Sports. I'm at Pediatric. You guys have a great weekend. We'll be back with you guys on Monday. Good luck, everybody. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Lion Star app on deck podcast. Download Lion Star app from the App Store or go to LionStarApp.com for all your DFS baseball needs. If you love the On Deck podcast, support KC Bubba and Bogman by rating and subscribing. Good luck.